This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And we're back. I'm Arlene Bunn and in for John Oakley. The police say the videos may as well be child porn. And here I'm going to hang it out there again. Assault. Gang, sexual assault, assault with a weapon. It never was funny, and now it's deadly serious. St. Michael's College, six students have been charged, and they made a court appearance today. And we're going to get back to the phones. A lot of emotion connected with this, and look at where we've gone on this story. It began with a media report of a video, and now, look, we have charges, and they're awful charges, and they're being laid at young men who are going to St. Michael's College. Let's talk a little bit about the victim. And again, as I say, a most modern crime, it's videoed. So it's one thing to suffer. It's one thing to be a victim. It's one thing to be bullied. It's quite another thing to have that out there, and you don't know who has it. Joining us is Dr. Oren Amate, a registered psychologist and media consultant. Dr. Amate, thank you for being with us. Thank you. What do you make of this? Is it true that this is another aspect here? Victims of assault, we know all too well it changes things. It leaves a stain, as I like to say. And now in our times, it is an incident that may have been captured on a video camera. How does that play into this? Well, unfortunately, when there's uh, video evidence, this is something that might live on forever. And so it's not just the humiliation. It's not just a select group of people seeing it, but it's potentially anybody who may have access to it. And whether they do or not, the victim is you know, potentially always going to be worried about who is going to see their pain, shame and humiliation. It's very true. I mean, the police are really going out there now. They're saying, you know, this is a graphic video of this alleged sexual assault. They think that many other people may still have it on social media, and they want to make it clear that there's going to be a lot of consequences for those who don't get rid of it. However, can you take those pictures away? We know we've seen a lot of ugly stories about this that has happened online with video and pictures. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, you can't scrub the internet, so to speak, or Mm. digital evidence. It is there. And as I said, that's something that the victims are going to have to always worry about. But even if there was no such evidence, I hope people can have enough empathy for these victims Mm -hmm. to know that, you know, when you are, even if you're just bullied, it can have a lasting impact. When the bullying uh, is as severe as it is, where it's, you know, it warrants criminal charges, um, you have to imagine that this can have a terrible impact on the person. And the most important thing is this. Um, if the person is made to feel that the perpetrators basically get away with it, mm-hmm. that there's no repercussions, that makes them lose all faith in, you know, in authority, in societal structures, you know, in the power structures that are supposed to protect us and help us you know, live our day-to-day lives. And this doesn't have to be, again, just for horrific assaults, even with regular bullying. When kids see that nothing really happens to the bullies, they carry that into, the wor- into you know, university, into the workplace, into families. 
It does. You know, I, I wanted to ask you, it's interesting that you say that as we focus, we see the police deadly serious on this, deadly serious charges. I'm looking for people the video. They're going to become part of it if they've got it. Will that help the victim? What, from your experience, could help this victim? There is great outrage, great sadness here. Well, that can help when they feel that um, that people are recognizing it for what it is. And far too often, victims don't get that sense, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the public, whether it's family members, whether it's the perpetrator themselves, or the people who know the perps, they just don't feel that people recognize how terrible it is, and so there's no sense of justice. Now, justice will not erase the memories, and it won't necessarily erase the trauma, but without it, it definitely exacerbates uh, the pain that they go through and the anxiety and just the difficulty adapting to the rest of their life. I want to ask you, you know, we made so much advances in medical science. Look at all the things we can do, robotic cameras. We even, you know, are trying to get rid of the stigma for mental illness and discovering things about the human mind. Have we, in your profession, moved forward at all in helping people who are victims. It's post-traumatic stress syndrome. Is that where it falls? Or is there something primitive and primal about being a victim that now we know that maybe science could help a bit? Or am I being too hopeful here? Um, Well, I'm going to give you two answers. I believe that in today's society, we are uh, glorifying victim culture too much. And I'm not talking about these victims. These are real victims, Mm -hmm. right? But, you know, we, we allow everybody, it seems, in school to become the victim, and we're not teaching them resilience and hardiness and strength. Um, on the other hand, the most promising treatment for real post-traumatic stress disorder is, and people aren't going to like it necessarily, uh, MDMA or ecstasy. There is a lot of research going into that now, and we're oh. finding that it truly can reduce the terror and the trauma associated with PTSD. God, we're learning a lot about that. I know that people are using LSD for some kind of things I was mm-hmm. reading. And we've got a whole different switch around on what these drugs can be used for. Dr. Amate, thank you for your expertise. Thank you very much. All right. There we hear. Uh, some drugs that used to be part of the illicit drug scene now could be helping here. I want to, because there is so much emotion, before I take a break here, I want to go back to the phones. Al and Barry, hi, hey Al, thank you for being here. Hi Arlene, thanks for taking my call. Uh, what I've been listening to the last mm-hmm. uh, week or so, which kind of bothers me, doesn't seem logical, is that we're blaming the principal, the teachers, the school, which to me doesn't seem logical. The heathens that committed this crime I mean, every parent that's involved directly or Mm -hmm. indirectly should hold their head in shame because not only the heathens that committed this crime, but the kids that uploaded it and watched it and laughed at it and did nothing about it. That's unbelievably. Yeah, there's got to be a charge for that. If I was. Well, not just that. The poor parenting Uh times a million. Children are becoming really nasty and rude and selfish, and, and parents don't seem to notice it. And so parents, they're all, I hope they're listening. Any, uh, no child of mine would ever uploaded that. They would have instantly went to the police or whatever. It would never have happened. And people that I know that went to St. Mike's, they said they've never heard anything like this in their life. This is nonsense. So it's just a new group of kids. They do crazy things and ridiculous, horrifying things. And they think it's funny. And parents have got to wake the heck up. And there he is bringing in the parenting. Al, thank you. Thank you. A lot of emotion from Al. And a lot of us have it because there's so many. There's the parenting, there's the school, there's the police. There is the way 
our culture is. And that is a big part of it. Anna in Toronto. Anna, thank you for joining us. I understand you have some personal experience with this. You're a private school administrator. Yeah, um, I think there's a bit of a disconnect sometimes with uh, parents and even with teachers. When they bring in a a serious issue to administrators, a lot of our jobs sometimes involve being very careful, investigating, taking time, Mm -hmm. and protecting the so-called perpetrators as well because they do deserve special treatment as minors, and they do deserve due diligence and That's the issue I'm having with the media conversation. Okay, so what do you mean, They in what way are are they being treated unfairly? Well, they they will be tried under the YCJA, which is a special provision set under the law for age 18 and under based on lack of maturity. Um, What they... I don't want to get too deep into details. I, I do happen to know some of the identities involved here, and mm-hmm. they don't fit the stereotype that's coming out in the discussion. Does of, that matter, Anna? We've watched in the United States. Matter. We've seen, no, just, we have seen lovely families say, this is going to ruin my son, but we have seen abhorrent behavior. And Absolutely. does it matter if and you're I, from a better family here? No, it's not better. I'm just trying to say people, I think, have a bit of a, a vision of a prep school, kind of old Toronto money. This isn't what is going on here. And the alleged perpetrator, as well as the victim, have to have privacy. They have to have due process. And the whole purpose of the YCJA and schools is to is to <clears throat> train them to be better people. And so the law will protect them. There will not be cameras allowed in the courtroom. Their identities of those charged will not be uh, But Anna, you know, as you're talking, this victim, if this video is real, the police say it's real and they've seen it, that that video may be out there and that victim does not get this chance. Absolutely. Um, And I've actually seen one of the videos, which... You have. uh, Do you work at St. Mike's, Anna? No, no. Okay, but you've seen the video? One of them, because my son, one of these uh, kids, I mean, they identified themselves by posting it online. So it takes one second to post something. And that's what I'm trying to say is that as educators, we do elevate children in a way of they, they don't always understand what they're doing. And so we need to help them understand. It's not about we're going to weigh in hard, we're going we're gonna to punish them. And listen, I've experienced some of these horrific realities in my life too so i'm not trying to be insensitive to the victim are you saying your son downloaded this no no okay uh, but you've not- seen it yeah the video yeah but you said it was your son so it, they're all connected it, once it's published it's out there i'm not really sure how the technology works but um would you be horrified if your son downloaded this well there's one there's i guess uh, more than one, so one of them is just a bunch of kids laughing. And you don't know That's what they're like. laughing at? No. And now you know what you're, they're laughing at. How does it make you feel? And, and so what I'm trying to explain is that the principal is not going to go out right away to the media. Yes, they need to go to the police, but mm-hmm. for it to be in, in the public domain like this is a little bit inappropriate because 
the people yeah. who have been charged and the victims are minors, and so their privacy needs to be protected. I know that, but they are being private. The victim doesn't have it, and nobody's saying that the the principal should have gone to the media. They're being very clear. He should have gone to the police. And there, and just okay. like the laws that you're talking about, there are laws in education that people must report immediately no matter what their judgment is. Anna, uh, it was great to have your perspective. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Anna from Toronto there saw part of the video, said her son downloaded it or didn't or had it. I don't know. She didn't really explain. Wow. There are so many angles of the story. We're going to take a break. I'm Arlene Bynum here for John Oakley.